Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams, a podcast where we talk about all things womanhood, where we are getting rooted in who we are and empowering ourselves to achieve the maximum reach of our branches. I'm really excited. Well, let me not lie and say I'm really excited because this has been a really, really difficult week for me, but I'm really trying to stay consistent and patient and be kind to myself and be kind to you all through all of this. So I'm recording today regardless of how I feel because sometimes it doesn't matter how we feel all the time. We've got to do what we know is good for us and what's good for others regardless of how we feel because not every day you're going to feel like roses and blueberries, okay? So I'm here. <laughs> you're here and I'm grateful all the same. Thank you for listening. Let's jump right in. This is actually our first episode where we are going to incorporate the new segment and I'm actually really, truly, honestly, genuinely excited about that. So let's jump into this week's Rooted Conversation. Kindness. Okay, so... I'm not going to just jump right in without giving y'all a little definition. Obviously, um, we all know what it means to be kind. Some people might say a synonym for kindness is being nice or polite or kind. <laughs> but they're, they're actually all those definitions are correct. And there are many other definitions of kindness. But when I thought of the word and I saw this definition that I'm about to tell y'all, this is the definition that I spoke volumes and went along with the points that we're going to go into. So this definition of kindness says that kindness is a behavior driven from a concern for others. So there's two parts to that definition. The first part is a behavior. That means it's an action. It's not just a thought process or um, a heart thing. People love to say like where your heart is, you know, but no, kindness actually takes a behavior, some kind of action before it could be termed kindness. Um, so that's the first part of the definition that I want to have a good understanding of before we get into it. The second part of the definition is that it's driven from a concern for others. And when I found this definition, it was attached to an article. I'll also, I'll try to leave that in the episode notes, but when it says that it's driven from a concern of others, you can also slap on a concern for yourself as well. Because there's an inward kindness and there's external kindness that you extend to others. So you first have to have that initial concern for others or that initial concern for yourself before you can act on it, right? So for the for all my life, actually, I've kind of prided myself in being really nice, being pretty genuine and agreeable and likable in most areas of my life. Um, but this word kindness and the, the idea that you have to first have a concern for others really, really hits me like in the chest 
because I can't say that all my life I've been living out of concern for others. That would be a straight up lie. In fact, quite the opposite. A lot of times, like, I don't even care about others. That sounds so mean. Oh my gosh. It sounds really evil and hateful. And I promise you, I'm not really evil and hateful, but like the nerves in my brain and my heart that that are supposed to be wired to my empathy region in my brain and like my genuine concern and outreach region in my brain, sometimes the nerves just, they don't connect the way they're supposed to. Like I'm, I'm an arresting action potential, you know, like I need, I need to pass a threshold and it just hasn't been passed yet. So sometimes like I don't really have genuine concern for others. So my niceness and politeness and um, level of agreeability amongst peers, classmates, coworkers, whatever, that's never been true kindness. I'm working on it, y'all. And I believe there is power and importance to being and acting out this true definition of kindness. Okay, so why is it important to be kind? Anyways, I'm sure you have your own reasons. Your parents probably have their own reasons. Your pastor probably taught you their own reasons. Everybody has great valid reasons on why it is to be kind. But since we are here listening to my podcast, I'm going to tell you all the three reasons why I feel it's important to be kind. And I got these, I have these three reasons because of what I've experienced, um, people being kind versus unkind to me, and what I've experienced putting out my kindness or lack of kindness into the environment. So my three reasons for why it's important to be kind are, number one, karma, like pretty much just as simple (laughs) as that. That's not a truly altruistic reason, but you know, altruism ain't really real anyways. But I do believe that there is energy being transferred, like whatever you put out is what you're going to receive and vice versa. So yeah, number one reason on why it's important to be kind is because of karma. You need to put good things out there so you can get good things in return. Sorry, I know that's kind of selfish, but the other two reasons, they're not as selfish, okay? So bear with me. The second reason is because God asked us to. Um, We're asked to love, and love is also an action, just like kindness, as we went over the definition, is an action as well. So as we're loving others and we're trying our best to love the world as Christ loved us, I do believe that it is, part of our calling to be kind as well. The third reason, you just never know what someone else is going through. And this reason, this third reason should probably be the number one, or even if it, if it shouldn't be the number one, it's the reason that I will fall back on strongest. And it's the reason that will convict me the most when I feel like not being kind or when I'm struggling or if I look back and I'm like, I wasn't really kind in that situation, it's because I'm reflecting on this third reason and that is that you just never know what someone's going through. That's something that when I was younger, I never really took into consideration. But once I got into college and I 
I started diversifying my friend groups. Um, the people around me weren't all going through the same things as maybe my friends in back home were going through. I started to realize that you literally never know what someone's going through. You might be joking about something one minute and like you realize someone's not laughing and you like blow the person off and then you realize like that person's cat just died and you just made a joke about like ugly cats or something, you know? So <laughs> you just never know what someone's going through and you might want to be mean and hateful to somebody. You might want to say something to the driver next to you who cut you off and you just catch him at the red light and you're ready to roll your window down and fight, but you don't know why they cut you off, okay? You, you don't know what emergency they might be rushing to. You don't know what phone call they just got off of and you don't want to add insult to injury. You don't want to push them past a limit that you don't even know they might be at right now, you know? So that's my most convicting reason. I know everyone else has different reasons that convict them to put out positive energy into the universe, but that is my number one reason. And I have seen it in reverse roles as well. When I'm extra sensitive to someone's joke or I'm extra emotional to someone's just casual conversation because they didn't know what I was going through. They had no idea how what they said or what they did would impact me. They didn't know that their actions would haunt me at night. They didn't know that what they told me would impact the way I saw myself for years after that. They didn't know. They had no idea that, you know, their actions, the way they uh, provoked me or pushed me or irritated me would cause my heart to change and my behavior and actions towards others to be differently from then on out. They could not know that. So once I started to get a hold of these things and pinpoint certain like triggers, not triggers, that's a very sensitive word. We're not going to use it, not in this episode. But when I started to pinpoint certain instances and I realized that that unkind thing really impacted me. It's helped mold me to be a kinder person, to be a person who has more concern for others, who is going to act out of a true, genuine concern for others rather than just, oh, playing nice or playing happy, happy all the time. Like I actually have more of a my heart's actually in it a little bit more, you know, like my nerves are attached better than I think. You know, the action potentials are firing just fine, okay? And I love the definition of kindness that we talked about in the beginning that says behavior driven from a concern for others because a lot of times kindness and niceness could be confused. But if you keep this definition in mind, I feel like that eliminates all confusions, all discrepancies because being good or being nice to someone or to others might not always be interpreted the same way. And now with this definition in mind, we can discern how we can be kind in all situations and all circumstances with a multitude of personalities and environments, you know, but you can't always be kind across the spectrum. I mean, you can't always be nice across the spectrum, but you can be kind 
across all spectrums. Does that make sense? I hope so. I hope so. I'll give y'all an example. So my mom, who was a guest on our Mother's Day episode, if you haven't listened, go listen. She is a doll, y'all. I'm telling y'all she is a hoot. But my mom is the kindest, K-I-N-D, the kindest person I know. And it's funny how I could say that even though she's not really the nicest person I know. Like I know so many nicer people than my mother, but I can tell you hands down, my mother is the kindest person I have ever met with this definition in mind. And the way I can know this is because, like I said, kindness can be seen and could be acted across many spectrums. But niceness can't because niceness can be interpreted in many different ways. For example, my mom, y'all, y'all know, y'all know about love languages. You know, what's your love language? What's mine? Whatever, like yours might be, um, what are they? Time, gifts, compliments, uh, something else. There's, there's a couple of them. I think there's five, but people have their different love languages and same thing with being nice or being good to others people are going to interpret it according to their love languages or according to their personality, according to their mood, according to whatever their circumstance may be. So my mom, like I said, she's the kindest person I know, but definitely not the nicest. Um, But I, I could tell that because she, this woman wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly, has concern for people. Like my mom will ask me about my friends that she has been on her knees praying for them. And I might've just brought it up one time, like just passing by like, oh, like so-and-so this happened to them the other day or so-and-so someone said this to them the other day, just in passing, like sure, we might pray about it, but it, it was not nothing to be taken so deeply. But the way my mom like loves others and has concerns for others, She's able to express kindness to them through prayer and also through many actions that she's done. Like I, I see her go visit people like without being asked. She checks on people all the time. Like this woman works nonstop, but I promise you any second she is not working. She is calling someone. She's visiting someone. She's sending someone something. She's just checking on people like true, true, true kindness, even with me. And with me as her daughter, many, many, many times I'm really irritated with her concern or the way she wants to show me her concern. And it's funny that I know like it's all out of love, but it takes kindness to know that it's all out of love. If she was just being nice, it would irritate me more and I'll be like, okay, you're doing the most. And I would have... It would annoy me and I would hate it, but because I know that she's doing it out of a heart of kindness, it it makes me appreciate it, even though we might not agree on the method of action. So, for example, even with your friends, you can think about it. I gave a really long example for my mom that wasn't really necessary, but if you think about your friends, there are some friends that you defend, even though you know their ways are kind of questionable because you know that you know, girl, that's just how she is. She means it. She's, she's coming from a good heart. It's just because she loves you, you know? Like, that's how she shows she cares. That's kindness when you can defend it. 
Niceness you can't defend. I promise you, you can never defend your friend who's just being nice. You can't. You, you won't be able to defend her unless you know her heart and you know that you've, you've, you've been able to discern her nice ways versus her kind heart. I know there's a difference when I'm being kind, genuinely kind, versus when I'm being nice. And I, I wouldn't ask anyone to defend me being nice because it was probably just temporary and I don't really care what the person thinks, like if they want to accept it or not, whatever, whatever. Like you want to be stank, you want to have an attitude about it, I don't care, I was nice. That won't be my response if I was genuinely being kind. You feel me? Are we all on the same page? I hope so. But yeah, kindness and niceness are not to be confused. Any way you take it, any way you bend it, kindness will always be understood or someone will come back to appreciate it and will and your heart will be at peace when you're kind when you're being nice when you're just being happy happy show show your heart won't be at peace or you won't really care you you just be like oh whatever like oh whatever that is like my my constant mood oh whatever <laughs> because most times like that's that's just the, the safest approach for me to take in most situations, and it's not kind at all. That's how I know that I, I'm not being kind in a situation or in a conversation. If at the end of it, I'm just like, okay, whatever, then I know like my heart wasn't really there to begin with. All right, moving on, moving right along. With all this being said, with why it's important to be kind, with the nice examples we just spat out. Um, I think the next thing to understand is how do we check our hearts? You know, how do we, how do we have this in, intrapersonal discussion and uproot the nasty things that are in the way of our kindness? It's really, really hard. I'm saying this as a person who has always been nice but hasn't always been kind. I finally, finally think I'm understanding what it, like little differences, little, little adjustments that could be made to switch a nice thing into a kind act. So how can we check our hearts? To be honest, my answer up front and outright is I don't know. I don't know what did it for me, I don't know, I really can't pinpoint it or tell you the conversations I have with myself or in my journal or whatever that helped me realize um, my kindness from my niceness. But I will tell you that when it's done to you, when you experience someone being unkind to you, that feeling when you feel like someone who loves me should have been there or that feeling you get when you know someone treated you without kindness. I don't know how, how am I supposed to say this? Someone treated you unkindly. When you feel that, when you feel it once, when you feel it twice, when you feel it three times, you will, I promise you, you will see when you're doing it to another person. You will feel it. You will, and you will, in fact, you will recall the person who did it to you and you will imagine yourself doing it to someone else as you're doing it. I promise you, that is how, it, that's what happens to me now. Like I think about 
people who are unkind to me. And when I'm doing, I'm passing that same energy on to someone else, I'm, I'm automatically catching myself. So I don't, I don't wish unkind people to come across your way. <laughs> of course, I don't wish that, but all of us are sinful beings and you're going to face unkind people. And even if it's, if it's out of a place of niceness and you, you're able to understand that that was just a show or that was just, you know, um, being cordial. It wasn't really out of concern for you. You'll feel it. You'll feel it and your heart will take note. Your mind will keep track of what that felt like. What, what exactly was it that wasn't kind but was still nice? And you'll be able to flip the script and change your behaviors toward others. But yeah, this has been a very long brooded conversation segment. And I just want to sum it all up by reminding you of this definition of kindness, that behavior driven from a concern for others or yourself. It's number one, going to be rooted in empathy and acceptance. That means you're going to understand someone else's situation or at least try to. Trying to understand someone's situation could lead you to kindness just as much as understanding someone's situation. Trying is all you need. Faith, as small as a mustard seed, (laughs) is all you need, okay? Because truly... If you're blessed to not be able to fully understand someone's pain or situation, but you try to, you can definitely give them kindness. And then it's also rooted in acceptance. That's being, that's being accepting of their circumstance, their situation, and of them as a person. You can't be kind and be judgmental at the same time. It, it doesn't really work. I know if you have African parents, they'll, they'll try to tell you that it works, but you know it don't work. It don't work like that. You can be nice and be judgmental, but you can't be kind and judgmental at the same time. You have to assess your situation. You don't got to fully try to understand everything, but assess it enough that you're able to empathize and then accept. Accept their situation and then your heart will show you the next step, the next action the behavior that will follow from a concern that you have for that person. And that is kindness in action. We already said it's not the same as being nice. It is rooted in empathy. It's rooted in acceptance. It's rooted in love. And first and foremost, it starts with yourself. You have to be kind to yourself. All that we just said, all that we, we just conversated about in this rooted conversation can be applied to yourself. I know the way I I spoke it, it was very outward, but kindness within yourself is just as important. And I think being kind to yourself enables you to be kind to others. If you've never been kind to yourself, child, you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a problem out there in these streets trying to be kind to your neighbors, try to be kind to your teachers and your siblings and your friends and your foes and drivers next to you in Houston, Texas, it's going to be hard if you've never shown kindness to yourself. That means you have to accept yourself, who you are, flaws and awes, assess your situation. You don't have to fully understand it, but you must accept it to a point that you're able to empathize. 
empathize with yourself, girl. It's okay to empathize with yourself. Be like, ooh, child, that's hard. That's hard. I'm going through it and I can't even imagine going through it, okay? It's hard. And you can have that conversation with yourself. It's okay. And then once you do that, be kind to yourself. Love on yourself and have a concern for yourself that will lead you to action, that will lead you to be healthy, that will lead you to have a quiet time, that will lead you to journal, reflect, to restore relationships within your home, in your family, whatever. But you have to have some level of concern with yourself that will push you to action, that will push you to be kind to yourself. And I think that was it. That was our rooted conversation. Next segment. Today's reflection point is from a podcast titled Africa in Us. And in this podcast, to be honest, I'm not a faithful subscriber. I subscribed after listening to this episode because my favorite, favorite, favorite YouTuber slash influencer slash social media figure, whatever, um, was featured on this episode. So obviously I listened to it and then I subscribed to the podcast in general because it's great. But Evelyn from the internet, I will insert the clip right here and it is going to be our reflection point for today. This has spoken to me all week from the moment I heard it. She talks about just keep doing, just keep going. Whatever you're doing that you feel stuck in or whatever you're not doing, (laughs) find something to do and just keep doing it. If you love it, just keep doing it every single day. Um, For me, it, it it looks like writing, studying, podcasting, researching, learning about topics in women's health. I might feel stuck a lot of the times like, who am I? I'm not good at this. I don't even know what I'm doing. But this message just really encouraged me to keep going. You're going to suck at whatever you start doing at first. Obviously, I suck at this, but here I am. I'm just going to keep doing it. So this is this week's reflection point from Evelyn of the Internet. I love her. My one mantra is just keep doing things like don't stop because even when it's not perfect, Even if you don't think anybody's paying attention, they are. And even if, even if no one's paying attention, it's about, um, learning and you'll never learn if you don't do anything. So to write something good, you have to write a lot of bad things first. And so there's no substitute for practice. So just keep doing things. And it's, it's something I have to tell myself all the time because a lot of times I'm like, this video sucks and then I never upload it. But um, if you just keep doing things, I truly believe you can't actually fail. It's just a matter of time. Don't you love her? I love her. I love her so much. If you don't know who Evelyn from the internet is, I can give you her full, thorough, exclusive bio by heart by memory because I'm a huge fan of hers but I'm obviously not going to do that because it is time for Gine Shine and Evelyn is not our spotlight today. Our spotlight today is going to be Fafa Yonsei. 
and Samantha. I'm going to put two people in this guy shine segment because they are doing similar things. They have very different approaches. Um, and I think different people would be attracted to different voices. But I love that I have two very dear friends I could call friends. I love them both so much. And I'm very proud of them for reaching out and starting their YouTube channel. So Samantha has her YouTube channel. It is called Samantha Speaks. Obviously, y'all, you're going to find all the information in the episode notes. But Samantha has her YouTube channel called Samantha Speaks. And Fafa, I know I said Fafa Yancey, but once you see her face, ooh, I bet you're going to call her Fafa Yancey too, okay? Fafa Yancey has her YouTube channel called Foundations of Faith. Both of these women are speaking about godliness and how they are exercising their walk with Christ. And it is beautiful. Like, y'all, I'm so grateful I have friends who do this because I worked at a church and it was so uncomfortable for me to, this, oh, I'm such a sinner, but it was uncomfortable for me to share the word of God every day and just in like everyday conversation. It's not my gift. It's not my strength. I'm sorry, you know, forgive me. Don't crucify me, y'all. It's just not my strength. It's not my talent. But I love seeing my friends who have this talent and are not shy about it, who are very bold in their faith and taking beautiful action steps in spreading their faith and just their desire to plant seeds in people and help people grow is just really beautiful to me. And what they're doing is work for the kingdom. It's it's going into their eternal savings, okay? We work here every day at McDonald's and CVS for our very temporary savings account. They're working for a kingdom savings. So I wanna applaud Fafa and Sam for taking a leap of faith and acting on their calling. I'm very, very proud of my sisters. And you guys check them out. Okay, that is our guy and shine for today. Shout out to Fafa and shout out to Samantha. Oh, my baby. All right, and that was another episode of Rooted with Yams. I hope you guys liked this conversation. If you did, please share it with somebody, a friend, a cousin, a niece, auntie, grandma, whoever, you know. If you didn't like this episode, I'm sure there's one in the past 23 or 22, however many I've done already. I'm sure there's one that you did like, so go ahead, find that one and share it with somebody, okay? And if you didn't like this episode particularly, you, especially you, should tune into my Instagram on Fridays. I will post suggestions or like that little suggestion box that you can put in your Instagram story. I'll make that available to you guys every Friday so that you guys could leave me feedback on what you would like to hear in this podcast, any conversation you would like to discuss, dive deeper into, something you might be curious about. And if I don't know the answer, of course, I'll have a guest on the podcast and we can talk it out and hopefully find an answer together or just explore the conversation together, you know, because this is all about growth. And I feel the best way to grow is through dialogue, conversation, and exactly what we're doing right here, right now. Okay. Anyways, um, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. I'm going to try to be consistent on Mondays, you know, but if life keeps punching me, 
and Mondays don't, you know, always work out, then at least if you're subscribed, you'll be notified as soon as a next episode is available. So subscribe, do that, do that. If you haven't already like this podcast, um, on SoundCloud, rate it and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts and share it with your friends, your family, your enemies, whomever, especially your enemies. If someone hasn't been kind to you, go ahead and slide this podcast their way. All right. And then tell them, have a blessed day. Bye-bye.